0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Tuesdays with Mummy, a weekly conversational podcast where I, Tejas Rao, chat with my mother Kala to talk about the happenings in our lives and the things that we learn along the way. Say hello to your crowd, Amma.
1: Hello everyone and thank you for joining us today.
0: So it's been a whirlwind couple of weeks for you and I say this pretty regularly on the podcast. But it has really been a challenging and interesting time filled with new opportunities for engagement with the wider world. Um, I'm talking, of course, about the Dhamma Utsav that you organized in UAE, uh, which spread the word of Dhamma and Vipassana to a lot more people than had previously had the opportunity to interact with this technique. It was such a beautiful event and seeing the post-event video has made me feel nostalgic for the center where I did my first course. And the food looked incredible, so it makes me feel hungry more often than not. Uh, So kudos to you and kudos to the full team. I'm keen actually on exploring just one facet of your learnings through organizing this event, which is the use of social media. Now, you are not a social media person, to say the least. But somehow, you found yourself in this unenviable position of having to learn how to use Instagram to spread this Dhamma Utsav and to create a Vipassana UAE Instagram page at large. I was amazed to see how you picked it up because I decided I would not engage with you on it throughout my time in Dubai in December, January. But you still found other people who are between your generation and my generation. So basically 30 year olds to help you out in figuring out how Instagram works. And that was awesome. So I want to talk to you about how you went from being a social media freak to a social media geek that's the that's probably the title of this podcast i think so tell me what did you how was this journey like what did you first pick up about social media how did you go about understanding the different tools and what funny anecdotes do you have i'm thinking specifically of when you had to hold up your phone to the camera and talk to someone about it
1: <laughs> it's been a beautiful journey i've always been curious to learn new things so i think when this opportunity fell on my life i just grabbed it with both my hands uh, first of all uh, the Dhamma also uh, the open day event where we invited seekers family and friends to visit the center was very, very successful. Uh, I would say that because most of the persons, people invited attended the event. There was a big team of 50 volunteers. So it was a huge team effort that brought us all together, a wonderful family bonding. Um, And to maximize the reach out, we decided on making the best of the social media tools we created the accounts on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn sometime back uh, but we did not go quite aggressive um, knowing all our limitations and how well we could proceed on this path because it was a first time and for me personally, it's been a wonderful journey. Wonderful because I got to learn something new And I've always liked this um, dynamics of knowledge sharing, me sharing with whatever I know and me learning from someone who knows. So I've been extremely fortunate that two of my dear friends spent time teaching me about Instagram. And like you said, holding the phone where I had to sign in on my profile and I am so much used to working on the laptop. The first question was, can't we do this on the laptop, the Instagram? And the answer was no. So that was where I think I was pushed out of my comfort zone to actually use the mobile apps, um, Instagram especially, and to learn the fundamentals of what stories, reels, posts, the difference of it and still overwhelmed by the excessive amount of information uh, related to all that Um, and Facebook has also drastically changed since the time I was writing on the wall years back. You are not writing,
0: I was writing for you but yes (laughs) it has, it has
1: changed. I also did. Uh, And I had deactivated for quite a while. So going back uh, on the Facebook uh, gave me quite a shock. Uh, LinkedIn again, while I was in the corporate and working um, LinkedIn, uh, the profile was being managed. So each of them um, provided a huge learning advantage. And it's beautiful to know how the interactions have changed over the decade. So yes I've been having loads of fun and really enjoying it.
0: So what do you think are your biggest impressions of Instagram in particular because I think that more than more than Facebook Facebook is good for messenger probably but people what Facebook originally was where it was all of this sharing updates and you know writing writing about what's going on and actually engaging in conversations with each other, Facebook's changed completely. It's become more of a media company. Very few people really use Facebook to share things the way it used to be done in the past. That has sort of shifted over, I think, to Instagram, to Twitter, to LinkedIn in in different capacities. And with attention spans reducing to the amount they have as a result of various things, I think Instagram has really picked up on that because it's pictures and you can just swipe so it's how do you tell a story in pictures, which is such a creative task. A lot of freelancers have really benefited from it. It's created industry after industry. But what are your impressions of of Instagram, especially? How did you How did you feel about using it? Uh,
1: I I felt that having looked at various um, uh, Instagram accounts, I'm limited. I'm limiting my. My conversation only to Vipassana meditation related Instagram profiles. And they have really maximized this particular tool to reach out to all the students who have done at least one course in letting them know about the various uh, sessions, the workshops, and also a form of an outreach program. So I would feel it's a little bit glorified than WhatsApp. WhatsApp as in text and Instagram is the next step where you see the images and the video, like you rightly said. So it's a lot more captivating, the Instagram profile, and you are able to rethink, uh, like you mentioned, about the information for a little bit longer time. Um, Unlike in other parts of the world, in UAE, WhatsApp culture is extremely strong. Uh, What we also see that it is not as much prevalent in India or in the West. Um, There are different tools like Telegram and emails and all that. But here in UAE, WhatsApp predominates all other tools um, in conveying the information. So sending an image over WhatsApp which may require Wi-Fi or data. So sometimes it may get missed out. Sometimes a video clip that you send on WhatsApp may get missed out. However, on Insta, where most of the newer generation have their accounts are connected, uh, there is a lot more increase in um, people able to watch this particular information. So, uh, you know, Instagram, when I saw... The beautiful world of Insta and how well people can relate to what is happening in their life, their surroundings. It was very nice.
0: Yeah, I think I I think the only part I agree on probably change over there is the fact that uh, Instagram too uses Wi-Fi and data, so it's possible to be completely disconnected from it. I think it's just the fact that there's no text messages in between. Like on WhatsApp, if you're on a WhatsApp group, there are images surrounded Mm -hmm. by text. So you sort of miss the image as a result. On Instagram, it's a lot quicker. I've also found that Instagram has led to the rebirth of a lot of my friendships because the continuous effort of keeping in touch is not necessary. Someone broadcasts a photo of what they're doing and you can say, hey, nice outfit. And that's sort of your connecting moment for the day. Versus on WhatsApp or any other forum where it requires, you know, a specific conversation. I'm dressed up like this because I am at a wedding, right? Um, what's at a picture's pictures worth a thousand words? And that I think is the is the beauty of what Instagram does. I am not much of an Instagram user myself. I think I post very little. Um, I've tried to be more consistent with my posts, but I don't particularly care about, I don't, I don't overthink it anymore. I put up stories from time to time, especially of events and things that I'm doing. That's been fun. And I reply to people's stories a lot and watch memes. There are a lot of memes to watch. So, so Instagram is pure entertainment for me. Yeah.
1: So when you put up stories uh, or in general with your friends who have Instagrams and post all this, are there any kind of expectations that you have? the number of likes, or do you get disappointed if someone doesn't see or
0: comment? No, I don't particularly care, to be very honest. I think I used to at some point, especially when I started off on Instagram, because um, I used to have a Nokia phone in grade 11, grade 12. And with the Windows phone did not have an official Instagram app for a very long time. It also didn't have an official Snapchat app so the way i started using instagram and snapchat which was what was used by all my peers at the time was through nokia created apps essentially um called six snap and something else i can't remember now and i continuously felt that my reach was limited because i was not on the official platform so i think that that time it was and then after i got to law school i didn't really care um And I think the thing that's now modified even a little bit more is the fact that because I am in a different geography, uh, when I share events, when I share news, I know that there's only a small proportion of the people who look at my stories, if they look at it at all, that will be interested in an event because it's so far out of the geography. I mean, I have, of the thousand or whatever followers I have, I feel like 700 of them are from GNLU. Or eight hundred of them are from G N L U, um, which in, which is in Gujarat, and people are most of my G N L U peers are still in India or are in other parts of the world, uh, not necessarily within the U K. So just as a result of that, it's there's there's no expectation when I post things. Um. What
1: about your friends? Do they also resonate with
0: the thoughts? I don't know. We've never spoken about it. I think because for me, like our, our, the boys group that we have on Instagram just shares memes. like there is no other conversation that takes place like we that the Instagram group and the WhatsApp, so the WhatsApp group exists for like actual conversation during sports events, mostly. So if there's an F1 race and we're all watching or if we're playing video games and we all want people to come along, that's when we use the WhatsApp group. The Instagram just gets used for memes like we'll send a video and we'll say, haha, this is you. Or haha, this is someone else on the group. And then we all laugh at it. And then the next day someone else sends me. So it's like a, it's a constant cycle of seeing new content on, on Instagram. But how much for, for, that's obviously a very different use case to using it for a organization, right? Like if you want to call it that for Vipassana. I'm curious to ask you, what is the sort of way you think this interaction of finding out information about Vipassana through Instagram? mirrors the organic path to finding out about Vipassana, for example, through word of mouth or without this, if this digital world did not exist, um, how closely do you think the real world interaction would map onto the digital world?
1: The objective would be to create awareness. Mm. Awareness that there is a meditation technique called Vipassana, which is non-sectarian, free of cost, and is taught in the same format across four hundred centers throughout the world. So, how you create this awareness that the people around you has slightly changed. So, when you are talking the last decade or before that, the posters used to be put in the supermarkets hmm. and in all other places where the footfalls used to be high. Hmm. So, where there is going to be a high readership availability. Let's put it that way. So now, there are still people going to the supermarkets, but they may be on the phone while still buying clothes and other stuff. Yeah. So there is a high possibility of them missing out on the posters that you put. Mm. Whereas when they're on the mobile and on the Mac app going through um, the different stories, they're The chance of the hit rate is much higher. So you just maximize whatever tools that are available to you to the best possible way. So that's how I would see it.
0: But then you continue. Hmm. Go on.
1: And you continue to use all the tools. For example, there are many who come to the courses as recently as last course who have been staying in the UAE the last 20-25 years and have not heard about this course. It will continue to happen, and we are okay
0: with it. So then, I mean, for how much you want to spread, how many, how much data you collect on new students, old students, etc. Um, how do you measure the success of your vipassana page if you do at all? Does it matter to you?
1: No, we are not driven by numbers.
0: Okay, we do not
1: have a goal to achieve a particular target. We are happy even if one person sees and if there is none at all. We believe in the efforts, the right efforts to spread awareness. And that's where it stops.
0: So then that probably allows me to ask you about your creativity a little bit more. Because if you are driven by those right efforts, do you think Instagram has unlocked a different creative tool for you?
1: Oh, to all of us. The social media team especially there has been so many volunteers who have come forward and their videos and the reads that they have made have been absolutely fantastic they have devoted their time in ensuring the correct message goes across without being overloaded so there is a very small difference between awareness and marketing and you know it is we need to be mindful about it every time We do not want to push on numbers, go aggressive. And we just want to make it welcoming for whoever wants to attend this course. So in terms of creativity, yes. Uh, they have being, um, like I mentioned, whether it is a LinkedIn or whether it is the YouTube, the, you know, whatever the video that we uploaded on the mouths of. So we had to, ch- you know, start this channel as well, which we were not prepared for. We wanted to defer uh, opening of the YouTube channel for a later phase. But then with this amounts of event, uh, we did get into the channel also. So we just take it as the situation comes um what is the best available opportunity for us. Awesome. To enhance Thanks. the expectations.
0: Yeah. Thanks a lot, Amma. Thanks for sharing that. And I think it'll be it'll be interesting to maybe look back on this in a year's time when you're a little more familiar with it to see how much you've grown and what sort of analytics and insights you have from that moment. Um, and thank you to the listener for listening. As usual, we'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. We look forward to your engagement with my mother's journey on Instagram. You can follow the Vipassana UAE page, for example, to see what sort of stuff she's up to. Um, And yeah, we lo- please do listen to us on the podcast streaming platform of your choice, whether that's Spotify, Anchor, or anything of your choosing. Take care and have a lovely week. Goodbye.